Together, growing in faith, changing communities. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I would like us to reflect on the book of Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 to 12. In those days, Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law Jethro. The priest of Midian, and he led his flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of bush. And he looked and behold, the bush was burning, yet it was not consumed. And Moses said, I will turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. When the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses, and he said, Here I am. Then he said, Do not come near. Put off your shoes from your feet. For the place on which you are standing is holy ground. And he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, Now behold, the cry of the sons of Israel has come to me, and I have seen the oppression which, with which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come, I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring forth my people, the sons of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the sons of Israel out of Egypt? He said, But I will be with you, and this shall be the sign for you, that I set you when you have brought forth the people of Egypt, out of Egypt, you shall serve God upon this mountain. Beautiful words. There are few things in this text that are very prophetic. The first one, Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law Jethro the priest. And he led the flock into the west side of the wilderness. Three words that stand out for me. The flock, the priest, and Moses. Moses had to learn how to take care of the flock. Growing up in Egypt from his father's house, from the house of Pharaoh, he probably knew nothing or less about the flock. But now, when he is under Jethro, the priest, is being taught how to look after the sheep. There are certain things that you are going through right now that are preparing you for the future. 
There are certain lessons that you are going through right now that are preparing you for the future. And so the flock that he has, it belongs to Jethro, but for 40 years, he will lead the flock of God in the wilderness. The second word for me, Jethro the priest. Moses is a Levi. He is born of a priestly family. But then he has to learn how to be a priest. How to be a mediator. How to be that which God is calling him to become. This for me speaks of mentorship. We need men and women of great caliber to raise us and to teach us, to mentor us into what God wants us to become. So Jethro, not only is he his father-in-law, but Jethro in essence is a mentor that is shaping Moses as a great leader who will liberate his people. Unknown to Jethro. And so this leads me into something greater. Are you mentoring someone in your life? Do you have someone under your, your care? Or children? I mean, I don't know what my children will become in the future. I have no idea what their lives will turn out to be. But I know that the Lord has placed them under my care. So that I can do all that I can to help them to achieve their greatness. But the same applies to the people of God that the Lord has placed under my care. That these people of God whom he has placed under my care are there so that I can help them to navigate through their own lives in their own vision, in their own purpose and vocation. This is what God has asked of us. This is what God demands of us. This is what God calls us to achieve in our lives. And so I'm arguing there are people in our lives who are there in order that they learn from us how to become what God wants them to be. And that's important. But equally important, who is mentoring me? Who is shaping me? Now, this mentorship can be a person, can be events, can be circumstances, can be experiences. And so the Lord will allow certain circumstances, experiences, and some of them may be painful, but they are there to mentor us. They are there to shape us. They are there to guide us into the greater plan. 
I know the plans I have for you, declares God. I know what I have for you. I know the dream that I dream for you. I, I know what, what, what I see when I think of you. Listen to the beautiful words in Jeremiah chapter 11. I know the plans I have for you. But also listen to the beautiful words of St. Paul. I thank my God each time I think of you. And when I pray for you, I pray with joy. Can I look into the eyes of my child and say, there's something greater in you that God is shaping through me. And now the third word for me is the wilderness. He takes the flock that belongs to Jethro in the wilderness. Moses will take the flock that belongs to God uh, into the wilderness. And the flock being the people of God, the Israelites, the Hebrews. And all things just shape together. The Lord has a greater plan. The Lord has a greater purpose. And he calls Moses into the wilderness as he will call his people into the wilderness for 40 years. Look into your own life and, and where you at and, and, and be the one that is discerning and, and try and see the hand of God. What has led you to where you are right now? I look into my life and I look into the ministry and I often say to myself, where I'm at at the moment has been shaped by where I've been, by the people who've been around my life. They've shaped me. And where I'm going is being shaped as we speak. The Lord has a bigger plan unknown to us. And so he invites him to this greater mystery. Am I open to it? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.